This is a Color Pencil Podcast, session number 223. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts... Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hey there, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com and the Sharpened Artist Academy. I am your host, and this is the Colored Pencil Podcast. This is a shorter show today, but before I jump into the topic today, I do want to share something um, a little personal with you. If you've been listening since the podcast began back in 2015, then you, you've you been with me a long time, and many of you uh, share with me often. You'll email me quite often, and uh, we have conversations and that sort of thing. Um, I don't always get to email everyone back, but I, I know you're out there. I see you. I hear you. Um, and I appreciate you so much, and I appreciate you listening and sticking with me for uh, through all these years. And, you know, I started thinking about the podcast even prior to 2015. And so this is something that I thought a lot about even before I started the podcast and even before I asked Lisa Clow to join me in starting the podcast. But I, I'm not going to talk about the podcast a whole lot today, but I, I do want to share something um, personal that's going on in my life. And this isn't real easy for me to share, actually. And I know some of you already know what I'm about to say. My family and I have been dealing with um, something kind of awful and not anything different than what a lot of families deal with. We're dealing with cancer. My mother-in-law is dying of cancer. I don't remember exactly when she was first diagnosed, and I, I know this is something that many of you deal have dealt with or are currently dealing with, and my heart goes out to you. I, I know a lot about um, what you're going through, but she was diagnosed with breast cancer, um, I don't know, maybe five years ago, and just recently... Um, she was admitted to hospice care, and um, we're preparing for the last days of her life. I don't know when she will pass. Nobody knows that, but her body just keeps holding on, but she's very, very close. Um, so I, I wanted to share that with you. I, you know, we've been through a lot together. Uh, if you've been a longtime listener of the show then I feel like I know you. <laughs> Even when I say that, I, I know that may sound crazy to you, but uh, in in some sense of that word, no, I feel like I know you. I created this podcast for those that uh, love the medium of colored pencil, want to improve in their art, and would like some weekly inspiration. And um, so anyway, um, I, I wanted to uh, let you know about that. All right. So I'm going to move along, and there's some there's some upbeat good news in this as well. I mean, it when you're seeing someone going through pain and agony, and they're uh, about to leave this life, 
there's something about that whole process that just starts making you um, look more introspectively at your own life, and it starts making you appreciate everything just a little bit more as well. So there's a timeline with this podcast that I would like to tell you about that is kind of exciting to me that, you know, starting this in 2015, uh, one year later, in 2016, I launched and created the Sharpened Artist Academy, and um, something kind of cool just happened over the summer. Um, in a couple of months over the summer, there was a, a challenge on the platform that I um, host my videos and my courses on, and that platform is called Teachable, teachable.com. They had um, a challenge in there, and I almost didn't sign up for it. I signed up at the last minute, um, not really thinking a whole lot about it or focusing on it or concentrating on it. But the Sharpened Arts Academy crossed over a milestone, and we hit, I think it was milestone three. I could look back. I got a plaque in the mail um, that told me that I crossed over this milestone, the Sharpened Arts Academy, um, within that period of the challenge and i think it was two and a half months two or three months whatever it was we went over ten thousand dollars within that um i think it was two month period that period of time in one of the courses uh which is one of my biggest revenue streams and I, many of you who are in the academy listen to the podcast so i thought i would i just want to take an opportunity right here just to say thank you to you if you're listening, you're part of the Sharpened Artist Academy, or even if you're not, and you're part of the community, you're a part also then of this journey that I've been on. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I couldn't have predicted certain things and the way th that things went and where I am right now, but it's possible now uh, for me to make a living doing what I love to do. I have two passions, that is creating art and teaching fellow students. I love to do that, both of those things. And I'm able to do that now uh, as my uh, career. And that is only possible because of the support that I have from you. So thank you very, very much. I really appreciate that. And I don't take it lightly that many of you um, trust me to help you on that path and help you on your own personal artistic journey. All right. So en enough of the personal stuff. Let me talk then about what I wanted to discuss today. And that is this whole idea that you may run into, maybe you've run into this um, in your own dealings with uh, your clients or with those in the public that are uh, able to view your work. And that's this little comment. Why not take a photograph? Couldn't you just take a camera and shoot a picture instead <laughs> it's a rude question often uh, often it's meant to be rude sometimes it's not sometimes it's just like how, how come you spend all that time doing that when you have this piece of technology over here and they just innocently would like to know <laughs> why you made something so hyper realistic um that you you could have just accomplished with a camera is what's in their mind right You've heard it, I'm sure. You probably, um, if you haven't heard it about your own work, you've heard it said in reference to someone else's work. Why not take a photo instead? 
So I think to really wrap our heads around that kind of question, then we have to kind of go back a little bit and ask ourselves, and what is what is art? I'm not going to grapple with that one today, but that that's a question. What is art? What is fine art? What is illustration? What what are all of these things? And I, I the the more I contemplate what art is, the the more complex it really becomes in my mind. I, I can't define it. I, I really I really cannot. I, I've tried, um, and it's it's so so difficult to define. Um, so if you're on your path to more representational art and you're practicing, you're learning, you're honing your craft, you're trying to get better, and you're trying to represent what you're seeing, and maybe you're drawing from life, or maybe you're drawing from a photo, and you're trying to represent what you're seeing. Do you? The question uh, I have is, do you think that you will ever reach a point where you can copy a photograph one hundred percent. Do you think it's possible for you to copy a photograph and to make it exactly down to the tiniest detail that exact photo? I don't. I don't think it's possible. And and if it even were possible, then I would think that's a valid question. Why not just take a photo instead? If that were possible to to get that down to the last pixel okay the last piece of noise or grain in the photo then i I guess maybe i'd have that question also why why not just take a photo why spend the hundreds and thousands of hours you know hundreds of hours or thousands of hours depending on scale you know size and and complexity all, all of that what all that time whatever it is why not just take a photo that that's my question too then if that's what someone's able to achieve i i've not met the artist that is able to do that uh well let me rephrase that I, i've probably met some artists that are able to do that i've never met an artist that does that i'll say it that way i've never met an artist that just strictly copies a photo um i think it's possible probably for some maybe to do that moderately well But I think you always have the artist's voice, no matter how hard they may try to copy a photo. And I don't think it's practical, and I don't think it's done. I don't think anyone does that. All right, so let let me talk about that for just a second. One of the things that happens is, if someone asks that question, then there's a, a few things going on then. Number one, by implication... They're really just saying you've wasted a lot of time. So it's an insult, okay, if that is something that is voiced. All right, number two, they're really saying that all you did was you copied a photo, which I argue, again, is not possible. That is uh, an impossibility. And anytime that somebody you – take, you take the best artist you know of, and let's give them all – the same photo, okay? And let's say to them, copy this exactly. You turn around, you know, 1,000 hours later. They're not looking at each other's work. And let's compare these 
these uh, art pieces now. What do these artworks look like? Well, they look exactly like the signature of the artist that created that particular artwork. They all look exactly different. None of them would look the same at all. Why is that? Because we influence whatever it is we're creating. Okay. Thirdly, by implication, we're also saying if we, if we say that or if we hear that, the one uttering this is implying that photography is not art. Photography is art. Now, what if the photographer was the artist? And most often the photographer is the artist. And they're not just copying someone else's photo. And so photographs don't always tell the truth. I'm sure we know that. You know, some art doesn't tell the truth either. But the work of an artist never lies. The purest form of the expression of their artwork is themselves. It's got them infused inside the artwork. And so the purest form of their expression is not a lie. But a photograph can tell us a lie. I always think it's interesting when I'll have, I I always push my students to create their own artwork and, and take their own photo references and then create their own artwork. I think it's funny that oftentimes you have a student that will come to class or do something online and say, I want to recreate this other artist's artwork. I found this piece of artwork, and I've, uh, I love this. I think it's great. This artist uh, created this masterful piece of work here, and I, I love all of this, and I want to recreate that artwork. Um, I've had a number of students say that to me and, and tell me that and show me the reference that they're going to use, and they're going to, they're going to recreate that. I'm going to take this watercolor, and I'm going to recreate that color pencil, or I'm going to take this oil or whatever it is, and I'm going to recreate this using the medium of my choice. Uh, maybe it's the same medium even. I've had that happen as well. And I, I, I always try to uh, dissuade someone from doing that for a number of reasons. But the biggest one is they didn't copy a photo. They made hundreds, if not thousands of decisions on their journey to create that piece of, of work there, to create that artwork. The thing that you think is masterful was, uh, was born out of a series of independent decisions that they made along the way, all the things that went into that were influenced by the decisions and the history of that artist. You and I don't know how to make those decisions. You, you don't know why those decisions were made. Why not look at life yourself or at a photo you've taken yourself and then start making those decisions yourself and understanding why those might be made? I do know some artists that teach workshops and classes and tutorials, and they'll give you their uh, artwork and not the reference, or they'll briefly show you something small of the reference and then show you their artwork and then talk to you about how to recreate uh, their artwork. And I think there's a time and a place for that when you're first starting out, and uh, depends on how it's framed and on and on, et cetera, et cetera. But for the most part, 
I, I just think it's not a good thing to get in the habit of doing is to copy someone else's decisions, but learn why they made the choices that they made and then allow that then to influence the way that you can start thinking more like an artist and the way that artists make decisions. And I think in that way, it's helpful. All right. So I hope that that was helpful. This is a shorter show. And if you have anything that you would like to add to this, I would love to hear that. You can always comment in the show notes, sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. You can reach out podcast at sharpenedartist.com. This is a weekly show. And I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.